Coming up on Insane Throttle Biker News, family desperate for answers after a Colorado Springs biker was hit by multiple cars. Colorado Springs police believe there were three vehicles involved. They have located one of those, but they need help finding the others. Then we have a follow-up on the arrest made in connection to that October 1st motorcycle club murder in Fresno. And wanted in connection to a deadly shooting at a Fresno motorcycle club is now in custody in Placer County. And finally, on the wall of shame, San Marcos police officer resigns amid family violence charges. San Marcos police officer Kyle Lobo has been arrested for violence against family and injury to a child. It's time to get rockin'. Rock on. How you guys doing? And gals, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. You know, if there's ever an issue I'm adamant about, that has to be hidden runs. I do not understand what's behind the thinking of someone that will just run over somebody, kill them, or they're hurt, leave them by the side of the road, just like, you know, some sick dog or something. Don't help, don't call 911, and they just leave. I never understood the thinking of a person like that now if they're scared so you you know take care of what just happened here at least call 911 this story coming up even though it isn't about a biker it's about a somebody who got killed on a bicycle but three cars were involved and not one of them stopped. I think that is the sickest of the six. No humanity whatsoever. Nobody stopped to help. And he ended up dying. Check this out. Who killed their loved one in a hit and run last month? Colorado Springs police believe there were three vehicles involved. They have located one of those, but they need help finding the others. News 5's Natalie Chuck joins us now in the studio with a message from the victim's family. This is so awful, Natalie. Yeah, Diane, David Baker's family says they want to find the people involved just so this doesn't happen to any other family in Colorado Springs. Now, this is an example of one of the types of cars police are still looking for. It's a white 2010 to 20. 2014 Subaru Outback, Outback, that is, which might have damage to the front end or to the windshield. They are also looking for a light-colored minivan, which could have front end damage as well. While police search, his family has more questions than answers. Can you believe something like that? Honestly. Let's take a look at more of the article right here. This is out of uh, KOAA News 5 out of Southern Colorado. A family desperate for answers after a Colorado Springs biker was hit by multiple cars and they all fled the scene. Sickening. It goes on to say a family is waiting for answers as Colorado Springs police continue searching for the vehicles involved in a hit and run that left one man dead in September. Quote, He's the type of guy that would give your, you the shirt off his back. That according to his sister. CSPD believes David Baker, 33, was hit by a car from behind while riding his bike on the evening of September 27th. Then 
police believe he was run over twice more while he was on the ground. You can't sit there and tell me they didn't see that. All the vehicles fled the scene, and two of the three cars still have not been located. They are searching for a white 2010 to 2014 uh, Outback, similar to the one that's pictured right there. They're also searching for a light-colored minivan and believe both vehicles may have damaged front ends. It's been, uh, you know, a couple weeks, so who knows if they would have got something like that fixed by now. But I just find it abhorrent that there's people out there that won't stop and help somebody. It's craziness. Now, we have uh, an arrest. We've been covering uh, that Fresno shooting. There is finally an arrest that has been made. And uh, let's go to the news story, then I'll go into the video part of it. A man wanted in connection with the deadly shooting at a Fresno motorcycle club now is in custody. Uh, and you got to remember, the Soul Brothers Motorcycle Club, they actually put out a statement on their website which gave their side of the story. I wish more clubs would do that kind of stuff. Uh, officers responded to the Soul Brothers Motorcycle Club in Fresno on October the 1st. Upon arrival, officers found a 41-year-old man with multiple gunshot wounds, and he was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Now, there was also two other victims in this that were shot, but... Uh, Let's go to uh, the video right now. Uh, that Check large it out. police presence at Top Golf in Roseville over the weekend. It turns out police were conducting an undercover operation to try and nab a homicide suspect. Police say a man wanted in connection to a deadly shooting at a Fresno motorcycle club is now in custody in Placer County thanks to license plate reader technology. We had a wanted vehicle traveling through Roseville. Um, our officers uh, tracked that vehicle down uh, to the uh, golf facility that we have here in Roseville, um, and it allowed us time to set up an operation. You may have noticed the heavy law enforcement presence, but I'm told police had a helicopter and undercover officers also tracking the moves of 33-year-old Antoine Carradine as he played a round of golf with a large group. I can tell you that uh, Mr. Carradine is um, somebody that's very familiar to law enforcement. He is a validated criminal street gang member. With the support of an air unit, undercover officers, and our patrol teams, um, we uh, ultimately took this individual into custody uh, as he was exiting uh, the golf facility. And here's the thing, police say he stayed until closing time, but they were there to move in as he walked out, saying this should send a message to others wanted for alleged crimes. Uh, you know, the message to criminals um, is when you come to Roseville, um, Roseville PD is looking for all criminals, even if your crime was committed somewhere else. So it looks like they're getting uh, closer uh to being able to solve whatever happened there. Now, our main story today, the Mongols bikie Nick the Knife Forbes arrested over alleged bar fight with the Hells Angels. Now, it goes on to say Mongols bikie heavyweight Nick the Knife Forbes 
has been remanded in custody in the Northern Territory over an alleged assault at the Top End nightclub with a rival gang member. This almost a decade ago, man. I guess they don't let fights go back in uh, over there, man. Uh, the Gold Coaster, who is the alleged national president of the Mongols Outlaw Motorcycle Gang, meaning he is the national president of Australia, I think it is. God forbid I screwed up with New Zealand. But anyway, that's what he is over there. He was arrested at the Darwin Airport shortly after midnight. Uh, Mr. Forbes was wanted over the alleged assault involving a Hells Angels eight years ago. Eight years ago. And failure, uh, failing to appear in court in 2015. Uh, and again, uh, let's see here. His lawyer, Mr. Forbes, uh, no, his lawyer was Michael Gaddenby. Uh, he said uh, at the airport arrest was over the top and only due to Mr. Uh, Forbes' notoriety. I have to, uh, you know, agree with him there, man. You know, did it right there in the airport over an alleged fight. And there ain't going to be nobody that's testifying at that. So if you ask me, they're just wasting their time on that type of stuff, man. It, 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 stupid! Stupid waste of your taxpayer money, if you ask me. Just my opinion. Anyway, we have right now a motorcycle accident. Uh, that happened. Let's Tonight, listen a in. fatal motorcycle crash on 520, backing up traffic for miles. We have a crew on the way, but Laura's standing by with a map to give you an exact idea of where we are. Yeah, we're talking about the Bobby Jones Expressway right near Gordon Highway. We are going to try to take you live there just as soon as we can, but you can see where they are marking. This is the traffic crash right there in between Deansbridge Road and um, uh, right there between Deansbridge Road and Gordon Highway. But we are told that several cars were involved in this crash. The call came into dispatch tonight around 8.26 p.m., and we are told a motorcyclist did die in this crash. The Always sad uh, stuff out there when somebody uh, dies on a motorcycle. Too many of them, man, really too many of them. And one of the causes has to be with the texting, and I'm not talking about this particular accident, but people just texting and driving. It used to be where people were eating and driving or messing with the car stereo. But not now. Now it's everything to do with texting. It's freaking craziness. But let's go to the wall of shame real quick. Authorities say he was arrested for a domestic violence incident in Roseville. 27-year-old Chad Lewis is facing multiple charges. Police say they got a call about a domestic dispute at a hotel. They say a person had been assaulted and was taken to the hospital. Lewis was booked into the Placer County Jail. The Stanislaus County Sheriff's Office says Lewis was paid on, put on administrative leave as an internal investigation continues. <laughs> And there you go. Yes, the Blue Gang crew up to their antics right there. Yes, the same people that want to put out all kinds of propaganda on bikers, club members, whatever it may be. If you didn't see my live uh, last night, you know, enough with the bullshit. Go watch it, man. I uh, was really getting into this story where the cops were saying that members of the Hells Angels we're out there, and oh my God, that other chapters were coming to intimidate witness, 
witnesses and stuff like that. It's you know what's the same old playbook with them, and it gets tiring. Anyway, let's go to the second half of the show live right now with China Dow. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for the second half of this show. Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on. so dishonest yes you are you're a dishonest person and i don't know how to deal with you so i'm gonna have to learn by you know this article that we have how to deal with a dishonest person i'm glad because i should make you the subject of the show no i'm just kidding man she ain't dishonest well you know 
depends what kind of bipolar mood she's in. But, you know, you know what I mean? Hi, China. How you doing? I could be in any kind of bipolar mood and I'd be totally fine. I'm not. No, I'm not dishonest. What's going on, man? How you doing this morning? I'm good. How you doing? Doing good. You're kind of quiet. What's going on here? I'm not quiet. Did your toy break again? What happened here? I haven't been using it. What are you talking about? That's well, my problem. What ha- See, what happened to your sexual drive that you always talk about? Because you don't comprehend the fact that when you go to bed at night, our son and I are hanging out. So it's oh, kinda, okay. It's okay, kind of okay. weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird if you're going to do something like that. I can't break out the toy when the son and I are hanging out. Did you like that uh, live show I did last night? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool rant, yeah? Yeah. It had me pissed all day yesterday. Yeah. And I never let stories get me pissed. Want to hear something weird while you were doing that show? What, uh, you were playing with yourself? No, dude, I was at work. No. It don't matter. You never played with yourself at work. No. You're lying. No, I'm not. You're lying. You're nasty. No, I'm not nasty. I know that you people play with yourselves at work. You do. No. You stick your finger down there no. and you twirl around your freaking uh, piercing. No. 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 You have never done that. No, not at work. Ever. No. You've never seen somebody come in that you're like, ooh, I just want to push that freaking uh, piercing around. No. <laughs> you sit there and talk about people's asses. Yeah, I check out asses. So in I check fe- out asses. I check out bulges. I, yeah, I check all that out. So in effect, except you can't see people's bulges anymore because y'all's pants are too baggy. So in effect, you're in your mind playing with yourself. I, I'm in my mind checking out what I'm seeing. So I was right, but I ain't playing with myself physically. But mentally, you are. Mentally, I'm doing a lot of stuff to the person I'm staring at. I- Point proven. How's that proven? Point proven. Okay, can I tell you what was going on in my parking lot last night while uh, you were doing this show about cops? Oh, coppers. Yeah. Them blue peoples. Yeah, there were cops. Two cops. Two cops pulled over one vehicle in my parking lot right at the air hose. Hmm. So, of course, you know me and my nosy booty. I got to go check it out. Why is that you always want to be in the middle of everything? I wanted to see what they pulled them no, over no, 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 for. No, 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 that's not the question. Why do you feel that you always got to be in the middle of shit? Because if they're blocking my air hose, no, I want to no, no, know I'm not talking about on. work. Well, I'm talking about, let me finish my story. Okay, go Rude. Ahead. Red Riding Hood. Rude. China's just observant. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Matt? Go ahead. Matt says he he plays with himself while he's at work. So what's wrong with that? I don't know. But go Matt, ahead, finish I your story. Or nothing I'll, wrong with it. Finish your story. I'm just I'll saying I here. don't do it. Anywho, bullshit. So these cops pulled this dude over because you know I got told by the guy that got pulled over, and then one of the cops came in later on and told me the situation. Ain't that funny how they don't keep it between themselves? They just go out there and. Talk, talk, oh, talk. that's because I yelled at him. I asked him why they were blocking my freaking air hose for an hour. Well, go ahead. So they pulled him over because he had expired tags on his car. They've been expired since November of 2021. What's wrong with that? That's uh, there. That's uh, that's 
ticket that's expired. Got to get them renewed. Well, you know how much that is to get it renewed? Yes, I do. People are hurting for monies right now. I get that, but... It is bad right now. I get that, but you still got to renew it. Oh, wait. The purge law don't go into effect until the first. Okay, no. go ahead. Anywho. So he got pulled over, and when they pulled him over, they smelled a crap ton of weed. So it's legal here. It's legal, but not to smoke while you're driving. How do they know it was? he was smoking while he was driving? What if it just you fell wanna... out of the bag? No, you know how they know he was smoking while he was driving? What? Because he had an open container from the dispensary in his passenger seat and a joint that was looked like it was just died out in the center council. Yeah, but he was it wasn't lit. How are they gonna prove it? They can't, but they pulled him over and searched his entire car. Oh my god, you can't why? It's <laughs> legal here. It's not legal for them to have it out in the open. Like that's like okay, here's what the cop told me. He goes, It's like Drinking half a bottle of alcohol and transporting it to somebody else's house half half empty in the front seat of your oh, car. Oh, that's bullshit. He said that's what it is. It's the same thing. They want to get stupid is what it is. Well, the, the guy claims... You're always defending these cops The here. guy... I'm not defending. I'm just yes, telling you, you what are. they said. The guy told me that got pulled over... That he got pulled over because, yeah, he had expired tags, but not to mention that he had a bad background about, you know, drugs and stuff like that in his back in his past. So they ran the plates and they basically profiled him. Wow. They profiled his ass because he had a record because he had a record. So, yeah, I thought that wasn't supposed to happen here. I didn't either. I was kind of shocked. And it's funny because I flat out told the, the sergeant when he came in that sounds like you profiled your pullover, huh? And what do you say? We didn't profile nothing. And I go, yeah, well, uh, I had a little chat with him after you guys left. Let me ask, was he white, black, Hispanic, he was, he was chink? White. No, what? he was white. He was a white guy. Yeah. So it happens to everybody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I just want to make and sure. And he had a history of drugs in his past. So he likes smoking a little weed. Not so much smoking it, but I guess in his past he used to deal it. Yeah, and then the dispensaries put him out of business. And he was buying from the dispensary himself. How the hell is he making profit off of that? Well, I don't know if he's selling it anymore. I didn't ask. See, I won't buy anything off the street. But he said flat out that because of his past, they decided to search his car, but he left out the fact that he had an open container from the dispensary in his passenger seat. I say they planted it. They didn't plant they it. Planted it. <laughs> they planted it. They planted it. Yes, they did. They planted the weed. No, they didn't. He bought it. He even had the receipt. <laughs> but you do know I will never go to the streets for the Mary Jane anymore. Never, ever. No, because people are putting all kinds of ketamine, fentanyl, and all the other crap up in there. I'd rather pay <laughs> the extra price to go get the weeds from the dispensary. Because you know it's clean. You know it's clean. Yeah. You know, the wor you know back in the day, it was, okay, oregano, they'll mix in there and shit like that because they were freaking cocksuckers. But now when you're mixing fentanyl and all that crap in there, you stupid. Mm -hmm. 
I do not trust that bullshit. Yeah, so I mean, that was my entertainment for about an hour. I feel for people where it's not legal. I well, do. that's what I, I even asked they're still him going too. to the streets. I even asked him. I'm like, well, what the hell? I'm like, it's legal to have it. He goes, but it's not legal to have the open container in your passenger seat. Do you think driving while smoking is bad? Smoking weed? Yeah, smoking weed. Well, it it does impair your... It does. It impairs you. But not as much to the... Uh, I mean, it's not going to impair you like drinking and Like driving, alcohol. Or like a harsher drug, but... See, I wish you would smoke weed. You're funny on weed. No. <laughs> you are fucking hilarious when you you smoke weed. Mm-mm. Until you get to the point where you're in that paranoia state. It's like, damn, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm going to die. <laughs> That's your favorite one. <laughs> I'm going to die. I, I, help me, James. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there laughing my ass off. It's a comedy show when you get high. My heart is moving. I can't stop it. <laughs> Shut up, China. Go to sleep. <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> the funniest one was when we were on the, uh, that one street and you seen a cop. Well, that's because- You were paranoid as hell. That's because you got me really high. Oh man, I gave really I got I got the munchies and wanted to go McDonald's for fries and a cheeseburger and you pull into the you're about to pull into the McDonald's and there's a cop right there. My dumbass flipped my seatbelt off, jumped underneath the freaking <laughs> dashboard and goes, Oh my god, it's a fuzz. She did. She did, no bullshit. She got down onto the fucking below the seat. I was on the floor. Where your feet go in the vehicle. Hollywood, it's the fuzz! Saying how it was the fuzz, and they're going to know I'm high, and I can't be seen. Go somewhere else. (laughs) You guys and gals have that where somebody (laughs) that really never smokes the Mary Jane gets all fucking paranoid and shit like that and starts acting like a dumbass. That would be me. That is China Dow 100%. 100%. That is China Dow. You'll laugh your ass off. You know what I should have done? What? Was bring weed up the tomahawk and oh, got God. you high at the campground. <clears throat> that would have been amazing. I probably would have been thinking the whole time that the people that were driving around there are just coming to use the bathroom or coming to get me. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I am always so paranoid. So paranoid. All you have to do is smoke more and you get over that. Dude, no. See, the problem with you is I gave you such good shit and I should have known better. You only needed a hit off the damn thing. Dude, but the problem, with, like, but like the problem with her is, well, I don't feel nothing after the one hit. She don't know that shit creeps up to her. I say, <laughs> okay, take another one. <laughs> I took like four. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's a paranoid motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I have to blame myself a little bit that I got her so damn high. But I think, you know what? We should run some kind of contest. What? 
and the winner gets to give you some Mary Jane, and you got to get high on air. <laughs> I got high on air once. No, you did not. No, you I was got drink, dr- I you got, got we drunk. Drinking. Yeah, we were drinking. We were playing the drink game. Yeah, but now you know because I got some good shit. Downstairs. And I had to sit in on that game because of the fact that you don't drink. So you had to take for me. Yeah, I had to take shots for you and me. That sucked. And the problem is, not only do you do this with weed, you do it when you're drunk. <laughs> I, you know, me and my son, because she likes going out to bars. I don't like bars whatsoever. And she'll come home all fucking drunk. And next thing you know, I'm dying. I got to go to the hospital. What is with <laughs> you when you get screwed up that you're all paranoid that you're dying? What is it? I don't know. I can't. I can't I, I'm the room spinning. <laughs> you can't be around China Dow when she's high or drunk. But you, the best part is when I'm drunk, if I wake up the next morning, I never have a hangover. That's because you take Tylenol. That's the trick before you go to bed. Yep. You do. You, that's your trick. Yeah. But answer I've the question what is with you on this? I don't know. Every time you get drunk or you got high, you're dying. The room is spinning. I can't feel my face. (laughs) (laughs) Now, China Doll has said, well, I'm not drinking anymore. Is this true? What? That I said I'm not going to drink anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Why why ain't you drinking? And yeah, Dirty Knobs, it was Fireball. Because that's that's all I drink. It's Fireball. It's Fireball. Instead of having an MGD or a Heineken. I hate beer. She goes for the wild stuff. Beer smells like pee that was left in the toilet. I'm not drinking beer. Maybe you should drink uh, a shot of Jack Daniels or Wild Turkey. I don't like Jack. What is it with all these new drinks that people have? Um, you got Fireball, you got what else out there that's stupid? What do you mean? What happened to the good old-fashioned whiskey? <laughs> well, People don't drink Jack that Dan- anymore? Jack Daniels has a Fireball that's called Jack Fire. No self-respecting person that Jack drinks also Jack has, Daniels. Jack Daniels also has uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Again, no self-respecting JD freaking fan would drink that shit. <laughs> Brunel, White Claw. No, I'm sorry. I've tried White Claw. That shit is nasty. Now, White Russians ain't bad. But when it comes to hard shit, why do you drink all this shit that has this fruity shit to it? What fruity? That's cinnamon. That's not fruity. It's fruity to me. It's cinnamon, yeah. And warms you up from the inside out. So does Jack Daniels. It gives you hair on your armpits. Uh... Maybe you wouldn't have to scratch so much. Grow some hair. No, don't do. Don't listen to Hollywood on that. Don't do it. So you're gonna stop drinking. Yeah. Why? Why are you gonna start stop drinking? Because it's killing my stomach. Because it's killing your stomach. Yeah. And you pee a lot. It's not that I pee a lot. You pee all the time when you're drunk. Yeah. Like, once you break the seal, you know, it's over. It's gotten so bad when she's been drunk, (laughs) she pisses her pants. (laughs) Because I laugh so hard. No, 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 no. She pissed her pants. I was like, what the fuck just happened here? (laughs) You're not, what, did you miss the fucking toilet or something? You piss your pants. What is it? 
What happened? Because I'm always laughing. Oh, because you're always laughing and it uncorked. <laughs> what did you do? Pit, you know, piss the cork out? What? She's over here all red right now looking at me. Oh, man, you let my secret out. How many times have you urinated? When? Your pants while you were drunk. I know a few. I don't know. And I got to worry about this every time she comes home. Do I got to put a diaper on this bitch? That's because when I come home, you guys fuck with me. Every time when you know I'm drunk, I come home and the two of you fuck with me. And I start laughing so damn hard that I pee my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Or I walk past you and you karate chop my cooter. I do do that, don't I? Yeah. Then I was talking about this morning. Okay, you know, instead of karate chop, let's six pack you. No. But she does. She she has this favorite thing where she loves Eeyore. Yeah. So one time, because we knew she'd come home drunk, me and my son said, okay, let's get her ass. We do. We fuck with her when she comes home. We hung Eeyore. Yeah. We hung him. Yeah. You walk in and there's Eeyore hanging from the closet. Mm-hmm. And it had a note on it. Yes. What was the note? What was the note for, about Eeyore? What was it? <laughs> Poor Eeyore. It said that, I don't remember. I can't live in this world anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> he committed suicide, Eeyore. Yeah. My Eeyore was hanging from a noose. Uh, let's see here. Bent Rim Podcast. Uh, you ain't cool till you pee your pants. Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> that is from one of his movies. So do you think it's perfectly normal for somebody to urinate their ass, uh, you, you know, their self when they're drunk? I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah, but do you think it's normal? Well, when you're drunk. Why do you feel all, all uncomfortable when about you're... this subject? <laughs> Why do you feel so uncomfortable now? And when I get off the of air, I'm gonna, she's like, going to be throw shit pissed. At she's going to throw shit at me. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes I say, which I know never happens. There's some shit that shouldn't be said during the show. I remember that one time I got sicker than a dog. I couldn't make it to the toilet. I was thrown up all over. I didn't give a fuck. I was dying. But see, I'm you not were like throwing you. up on yourself. Hey, you're damn right I was. <laughs> you were was... laying on your back throwing up. I was like, fuck this. I ain't moving. That was a bad fucking bug. But I hate stomach flu. I hate it. Yeah, and it ended up our son had to clean it up because I went to work. Well, it happens. It happens. Because I was doing anything to stay away what from What would you do with a friend? And I already know what you do. <laughs> when they're like, do you guys, you know, women get very protective when one of your friends are sloshed? Yeah. I have to admit. It's I, like, it's like if, if I was drinking and she was drinking and she like gets royally hammered because you know, I drink fireball all the time. So I mm. build up like somewhat of a tolerance. No, you don't. You have yeah. three shots and you're coming home thinking you're dying. No. And then, that's the way you are. And, and but she like like the last time I went out, she's she was like ten times more drunk, and I was not even drunk. But you women, you like flock together. Yeah. Well, it's and like, I I believe that's a perfect thing because you got a lot of fucking cocksuckers out there that have taken mm-hmm. advantage of that. 
Well, not to mention, I mean, she was getting, oh, this was the funniest, okay? This guy was hitting on her, and she was totally not interested. Mm. Guess how she got him to stop hitting on her? Oh. I voted for Biden. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That's what she told him. She didn't, but that's what she told him, and the guy goes, are you serious? She goes, yeah. Yeah, I did. He walked away and never bothered her again. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious. I looked at her. I go, did you really just say that? She's like, yeah. But you know what's even worse? Is men, they actually try to use that to their advantage. And I don't like that. Uh, Maybe you call me a little old school and stuff like that. But I don't like when a man tries to go after a drunk broad. No, they... They do it all the time. This one guy was so drunk that he fell over. I'm not talking about the guy. I'm talking about the women. Well, his girl was just as drunk. Because at that point, you're going to try to take advantage of her. And some bad things can happen. Mm -hmm. Some bad things. Yeah. And I think that's where most of the time where (laughs) a case of rape will come in. Well, at a norm, like when... I know when I'm out at the bar and I see a female that's extremely trashed, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what state I'm in. If Even if I was like had a really good buzz going on, it's like I instantly sober up and I become like the protective mom. Because mm-hmm. you're old. I'm not old. <laughs> you're old, you know, compared old. to, you know, somebody that go in there. How do you even fit in in a bar when you're old like you are? And it's mostly 20-something years old. No. How does that work? Does it make you feel uncomfortable? Because I know you've said Mm -hmm. that this place has got only, it's all 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds. I feel old. Yeah, I feel old. Why does that make you feel old? I feel old, but I can keep up with them. Well, you might be able to keep up with them, but at the same time, you felt uncomfortable. Is it because we got kids that age? Yeah. Pretty much, because our, our kids are that age. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel like a... I feel like I'm out hanging out with my kids, and it's like... And it kills your it's buzz. Like, shit, I go to the bar to get away from everybody, not to hang out with my kids. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of have to speak towards men here. You know, when there's a broad that's, like, really fucking drunk, she's off her ass on alcohol, I don't think you pursue something like that, do you? I'm just asking. You shouldn't. If you had any morals. If you had morals and some common decency. Because I remember when I used to go to the bar, you'd hear stories about a broad so fucking drunk Mm. that they take her in the bathroom and take turns on her. And I think that's fucking disgusting. And I do believe at that point, that's rape. It is. Because she's, she's not going to remember. She's not going to remember, and she's too intoxicated to consent. And then you have the point where somebody might uh, rupee your ass. Is that a thing, rupees? Roofies? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I know it's old, but anyway. Wh- what's that say to you as a man that you have to use something like that to get abroad? Well, and if you think... I don't understand And if that. you think about it, if the guy waits until she's extremely hammered before she goes and before he approaches her, that's the same thing. Well, yeah, it is. But what does that say to you as a man that you have to use something like that to get laid? 
I look at you as a fucking loser. He can't get it any other way. You got no game. You're a loser, and you're putting somebody else at risk for something very bad. That's what I think. Well, the one girl that was super drunk, you know, it's like she was getting hit on by someone, and it's like I was like I kept watching. It's like I like ignored everything out, everything I blocked it all out, and I just kept watching. Because I'm like, all right. One thing I do, I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't look like this is wanted. So I, I do intervene, and I went over there, and I'm like, come on, this is a good song, let's go dance. What I do think though, and you have to admit that when a biker sees something like that, that's when they intervene. They do. I do not, especially the older ones. They'll intervene on that shit. Every time. And like I said during that FBI bullshit yesterday, bikers are some of the most down-to-earth people that you'll ever see that has a big morality. They believe in it. So I I would have to say, yeah, they would intervene on some shit like that. They would. 100%. You know, that's just like bartenders. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with a bartender. You know, not around a bar. You do not fuck with a bartender. You know they have this thing now that when you're in a bar, I don't know if every bartender is aware of it at every bar, but if you're being harassed at a bar, all you have to do is go tell the bartender you want an angel shot. Mm-hmm. And that what the hell's an angel shot? It's not even a drink. Okay. It's literally not a drink. It means somebody is bothering you and you need help. And bartenders know about this? I'm not sure if they all do, but I mean, it's everywhere. Isn't it in their training? It's new. That they have to do this? It's a new thing. Because in Illinois, you got to do a Bassett thing, right? Yeah, I have a Bassett. So how But that's not included in your Bassett, trust me, because I just renewed mine this year, so... So they go up and say, I need an angel shot. Yeah. Can I get, they ask, can I get an angel shot? And the bartender will ask who. Uh huh. They're supposed to ask you who. Right. And you basically, you know, you keep looking at the bartender and you tell, you describe the person or, you know, and tell them who it is that's, that's uh, like harassing. Now, does the bartender actually the do bartender, something? The bartender gets security because most bars have a security person. They ain't worth a shit. But they get security and they have a thing if you ask for an angel shot on the rocks that you need the cops. See, I, I, have I been away from bars that long? I guess. Uh, all these cold words. There's there's three different angel shots. There's the regular angel shot, meaning you're being harassed mm-hmm. and you need help. You need assistance, but you just, you, you don't want the cops. Mm-hmm. Angel shot on the rocks is you need the cops. And an angel shot neat means you want somebody to walk you to your car. You know what? I can't believe that you know this shit. Now I get concerned. I've never had to ask for any of them. <laughs> now you better call him for me to demon. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people, you know, it's, I mean, it's everywhere. It's all over social media. Uh-huh. See how social media is funny, how it gets stuff really out there 
you know, that's one good thing about it is this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought about something like that. Well, and uh, one of the girls that used to be at the bar, she's not there anymore because she just got accepted in nursing school. My favorite bartender. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, she just got accepted in nursing school. So, But she was aware of the angel shot mm-hmm. because somebody actually did approach her in the bar about it, and she already was aware of it. Whether or not the other bartenders there are aware of it, where I go anyways. So an know. angel shot on the rocks means get the cops here. You need the cops. See, the bartenders I was used to was if they seen something going on with a woman, them motherfuckers were ruthless, man. Well, they, they knock your ass out with a beer bottle. Well, a lot of times when when people are completely intoxicated, the bartenders, I mean, nine times out of ten, they're going to cut you off. I don't know about that, man. I know bartenders I, they do, that let you they, keep they, going. They, they do at the bars here in town anyways. I can't speak for all bars. Because then, see, it puts them in an un, a, you know unfortunate position where they're getting yelled at and shit like that. But I know they need to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like when, I, when I'm at work. If somebody comes in and they're completely trashed and they're trying to buy alcohol, I refuse to sell it. Well, you're an honest person. Yeah, I won't sell it. But there's a lot of dishonest like there'll be people like people out there. Uh, I need that uh, that bottle back there, that Smirnoff, and a pack of cigarettes. Now let's talk about dishonesty here, okay? Because a lot of this segment that we were just talking about, you can equate to dishonest people. Yeah. And the the biggest thing I hate is somebody that's dishonest. I can't stand it. I sniff that shit out. I think my sniffer goes like a dog as soon as I meet somebody. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just, you know, my usual, it's built into me to be able to sniff that shit and then question it. But I know that it's something you need to look out for when you first meet somebody or... Even a friend Mm -hmm. or a boyfriend, a wife, a husband, you got to look for that. Right. And it's unfortunate a lot of people don't live by their word. See, I've been told over and over and over again, the one thing that people like about the show is if I'm wrong, I'm not hesitant to say I'm wrong. I just thought that's the way everything used to be or should be. That's what I was thought. You just say it. And if you don't say it, then you're a coward. I actually think you're weak if you can't say, hey, I was wrong. Especially uh, within my kind of deal where all this news is going around. And if you don't blunt the shit, it can get out of hand. So dishonesty, yeah, it's a human trait, but it's one that you can control and actually beat. Yeah. Me, when I'm dealing with a dishonest person, I just cut them. It's real easy. You get one, you get one shot, you fuck me, you're gone. I don't want to hear about you. I'll never see you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Because that's cowardice. To me, anyway. How do you deal with somebody like that? 
That's somebody that's dishonest? Somebody that's dishonest. Now, I already know you give chance after chance, which you're stupid. I'll be the first one to say you're a freaking moron for doing that. Yeah, but usually it doesn't have to do, do with being dishonest. It has to do with some other shit. You don't consider being <laughs> somebody being dishonest a reason to cut them? No, I do. Majority of the time, it's other reasons why I give people other chances. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about dishonesty here. Yeah. No. Okay. Basically lying. Do you give them another chance? No. Mm-mm. Where you used to. Mm-hmm. And why was it? Was it your need to be accepted or to be liked or what? I don't like hurting people's feelings, but now I don't care. But they don't they don't they, they do hurt, hurt your you, feelings? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent every time when they lie to you. Yeah, especially, that should especially be when your you feelings. especially when you know they're lying because you totally like you can caught, tell. See, you like, caught them up. I got a sniffer. Do I or do I not? You do. I sniff like a hound dog. I think a lot of people have that sixth sense when they know somebody's lying, but they don't use it. Not always. Because at our age, it's like or anybody know, that's older that has to do that, or they're they're nothing but weak fucks. I mean, I know, I know, I have that sixth sense where I can tell that they're lying about something, or I'll catch them up in it because I'll hear, okay, let's say if they're talking crap about you, okay, you hear from somebody else, this is what the person said. Then you hear from another person, and they tell you the exact same thing that this is what the person said. Mm-hmm. Then you call them out on it, and they lie. And it's like, well, why? Well, you got two incidences right there. It's like, why are you bullshitting? Because I just you heard got, from two people. You got somebody that's talking shit. Yeah. One to your back. Then the other one, they lie to cover it up. So you got two instances where you know that person shouldn't be in your life. But the problem used to be you kept that. Yeah, I didn't care. And a lot of people would do that. I didn't care. (laughs) Y'all must be bored if you're talking about me. (laughs) But at the same time, you say to yourself, do I need somebody like that in my life? Oh, I always have that in the back of my mind. And how do you deal with something like that? It's whether I follow through with it is the question. Is it emotions that lead you to make a dumb decision by giving them more chances? Or do you want it to be where... See, what happens with me is if you mess up your chance, then I don't need you in my life and I don't think about you no more. It makes don't hurt me any. Right. But you you get this attachment to people. And I've done it with people I knew for years. I can't help I have a big heart. But I've done it to and people. And in the same sense, when you have a big heart, you get stupid. You do get stupid. I ain't gonna lie. So your emotions are overriding your reasons. Well, it's like, cause I, I don't like, I, I, well, me now is totally different than maybe like four months ago mm-hmm. because four months ago I'd be like, Oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings and let them know that I know that they're lying. Was four <laughs> months ago around your birthday? No, well, close, close to your birthday. Cause you have changed. You have grown as a person. Yeah. See, the problem with you has always been that 
you do want to make everybody feel good, but you revert to a teenage mindset. Well, it's one of those things where I want everybody else to be happy and I didn't care about whether I was or not. And you can't do that going through. And life. now I'm to the, now, now I'm at the point where, uh, no, I come first. Sorry. I don't care if you're not happy. That's your problem. Now let's see here. Mark, he had a couple good ones. What about when you're in court and the cop is lying, the D, uh, the DA is dishonest, and you know you're not guilty? Who does the heck does the judge believe? See, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because the judge, he sees so many people that he's in a rush, I think. But it is a hard one to tell if somebody's lying in court. Uh, then he goes and says, and I think this is a great point right here. Liars never tell the same story twice. Honest people tell the same story 40 years later. That's very true. That's huge. Well, see what the problem is, is with people that are dishonest. It's like they're going to tell you something. And then like even an hour later, their story's going to change because they can't remember what lie they just told you. Yeah. When you got to keep on telling lie after lie after lie, because you got to get fucked up. And the problem is, is a lot of people don't remember what lie they told what person because they're going to tell everybody something different. Right. So the problem is, is then they got, they, Oh shit. What did I tell her? Damn. Well, I'm just going to go with this. And then you can see it on their face. They See, kinda, you got to be a reader of body movements. And the sad part is, is I can notice that if like we're talking in person and I'm talking to somebody in person, you can tell by their facial expression that they're bullshitting you. But at the same time, you just still watch that body. Yeah. But it's harder if like you're talking to somebody via like text messaging or something. Yeah, stuff that's like hard. That. But I've learned to read. I've, I've learned. You got to read I've, between the lines, but and that's sad. But you also got to be careful when you read between the lines because if you read between the lines, you could take things wrong. No, I don't believe so. I think you, so. You use your gut. You, yeah. At that point, you use your gut to read between the lines, and I believe it's sad as a society, and even more sad that when you're a grown ass adult, you feel the need to have to say bullshit it's like what are you gonna go to the principal's office for fucking doing something just confess up tell the truth and it shall set you free but no people at an older age even tell the bullshit so they don't look bad or they they feel like they're gonna get in trouble is that a sense left over from being a kid probably well, okay, like the article that we that that you I mean that we were talking about earlier like last night that has to do with dishonest people. Mm. One of the things that I read in it, I actually do not agree with. And it says when dealing with a dishonest person, you do a treatment love like the eye for an eye, meaning if they're going to be dishonest to you, you retaliate and be dishonest. I don't believe in that. But if you do that, then the 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 first person that was dishonest to you is just going to retaliate with more dishonest acts. I think that's the, so. It's like to me that bullshit. feels to me that seems like you know, uh, if you're gonna lie and and be fake, why would I turn around and retaliate and act like a child? 
and do the same thing back to you. Mm-hmm. That is being a child. And I know a lot of times you say I don't have a filter. You don't. But that's the place where you don't have a filter. You shouldn't lie to get back at another lie. I don't know what the hell they're talking about in that article, but that's why. Dumb. That's why I'm like, I was reading this, and I'm like, oh. Roy, hi, China Down Hollywood. Hi. I, I cut out liars at once, even if it's my best friend. I have cut best friends several times because I demand 100% loyalty. Good, uh, your dad. He does what I do then. You know, I heard something yesterday saying that uh, some, and it has to do with friends, family, you know, whatever. But when it comes to family, people are always like, well, that's your family. That's blood. And it's like, sometimes you got to say, chuck it in the fuck it bucket. I don't care if that's blood. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the worst, the worst person could be blood related and make later brewing hall and make you feel like a piece of shit. Right. When you didn't do anything to begin with. True. So what do you do in that situation? See ya. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Girl scout. Uh, road rage. My biggest issue these days with the law are traffic offenses and profiling. That's why I run a GoPro on the bike and dash cam in the car. A lot of cops were stopped cold when they, I, and then I say, go live. A lot of people go live. I've noticed when they get pulled over by cops, they, they either like, if they're in a car, they'll have their, they'll, they'll record it and they'll even tell the cop that they're recording it. And once the cop hears that they're recording it, Nine times out of ten, I'm not going to say always, but nine times out of ten, the cop changes their tune. Damn right they do. Uh, Frank, what about someone lies to help a person and not hurt them? Now, if you're dealing with cops, you lie your ass off to them <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> lie your ass off. But why would you want to... You mean to kind of save their ass in a situation you lie? I don't believe so. Not to me. I mean, if it has to do other than cops, where I believe you shut the fuck up, you don't talk to them, or you lie your ass off to them. So, but if it's not a cop, I don't believe you lie to, to help somebody. They are old enough; they're grown ass people. Why? Why would you want to help somebody and back up their lies? I mean, isn't that just going to cause more issues? I think it is. Then it's going to bring you. It's going to get you in, caught in the middle of it. In like, the let's, middle of it. Like, let's say. Like, you're always in the middle. Let's say, for example, you're hanging out with your bros. Your broskies. Your broskies. You're hanging out with your broskies. Bros before hoes. And you find out one of your good broskies is, like, cheating on his girl, right? Are you going to go tell your tell his girl? Or are you Fuck gonna, no! Or, you stay out of that! Or... Or when he's going out with that girl, are you going to be his his back person? Meaning if he goes and tells his girl, hey, I'm, I'm going to go hang out with Joe. And are you going to back that up? And are you going to back that up when he's not hanging out with you? See, and he's actually thing, with the other girl. Are you going to back that up? Because to me, that's lying. 
the first thing I would tell him I'd be is, like, uh, don't use me in your shit. Well, exactly. That's what I'd be. I like, don't put me in the middle of that bullshit. Don't bring me involved in that. And if and if the girlfriend called you looking for him, be like, I ain't seen him. <laughs> uh, dirty knobs, a lying artistic uh, ass is always that. You got that damn right. Uh, road rage, blood doesn't mean family, and family doesn't mean blood. You got that right. Uh, feels good to tell the truth. Never have to look over your shoulder. I have to agree with that. That's 100%. And, you know, you know, and he's right, too. Blood doesn't always make people family. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's like I, I've got friends that I've known since childhood that I would consider family. Right. You know, my, my godparents aren't family, but I call them my aunt and my uncle. Mm-hmm. And they're not even family. They're just close friends of the family. But growing up, I've always called them my aunt and uncle. But I have to agree 10,000% uh, <laughs> with Mark that it actually feels good to tell the truth. Oh, definitely. Why would you want to have those weight that weight on your shoulder? Because it could get into some serious stuff mm-hmm. if, you know, you do tell the fucking lie. Mm-hmm. So that's true. And you got to then you got to look over your shoulder, you know, 24 seven, which I is gonna, stupid. Am I going to get caught up in that? And then the anxiety and all that kind of shit comes because it actually does give you anxiety mm-hmm. when you lie and you know you're caught up in it. Right. And that's especially true if you're around somebody that has a sniffer, as I call it. Right. And they know that you're bullshitting. Mm-hmm. And it's always funny when somebody says, well, no, I didn't. And they see it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just seen this shit with my own eyes. And they still try to lie, lie, lie their way out of something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Well, and I think a lot of people need to realize that if somebody comes at you and is being dishonest with you and you know they're being dishonest with you, call them out on it. And that's something you never I have to say you don't do. No, I don't, but I'm going to. Why is that? Because you're afraid of the confrontation? I don't want confrontation. That's just it. I don't want confrontation. But does it make it right that they're lying to you, but you don't want the confrontation? Yeah, I don't want to deal with confrontation because then that causes drama and I don't want drama. But at the same point, you keep that drama going if you keep that person around you. That's true, but at the same time, it doesn't mean I talk to them just as much as I did before. I've usually kind of wean away from them. Okay, you say wean away. Why not just say, hey, you're a fucking scumbag. Get out of here. I don't need you around me. Yeah, people are going to look at you like, oh, you think you're better than... You're the asshole that lied. What the fuck are you coming at me for? Yeah. Well... I just, instead of getting all worked up over crap, you just say, screw it, and just Mm -hmm. basically stop talking. And don't say anything. I don't say anything. But how does that make you look as a person to where you didn't want to confront the issue? I don't know. It makes me feel okay because I don't want to deal with bullshit and drama. I don't want to make things bigger than what they are by calling people out. China is too nice for confrontation, but the cold <laughs> shoulder will work. See? 
It does in a situation, <laughs> but I don't find satisfaction in that. I don't find satisfaction in the regards that you tried to deceive me. Well, there's more deceiving people out in this world than there are honest people. Well, this is true. Yeah. I guess they didn't hear of George Washington and the cherry tree. <laughs> but, I, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's like even... Okay, like... Having friends and having enemies, okay? Mm -hmm. Some friends act just like enemies do. I mean, it's like, why have friends? Why? What do you mean? Why? That's why you got to be choosy. Yeah, but even if you, you got to pick, pick your fights. Yeah, but even if you pick and choose and pick and choose and pick and choose, sometimes in the long run, you realize that why did I even start this shit from the get? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Because I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I have yet, yet, yet. I think I, I have one one friend, one friend that I have I've known since childhood. That is like the only person that's never bullshitted me as far as friends go. Mm -hmm. Everybody else always eventually fucks shit up. And that's a sad fucking state of affairs right there. So it's like it is my, my favorite line <laughs> is it is what it is. You know what? That line has been perpetrated everywhere now. I love that line. And that's because fucking... <laughs> I don't even know if that's what it's from. I don't know, but I, I love that saying. And people are like, you got to be watch out when people say that line. It's like, why? Get your numbers in. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. We only go up to 500, everybody. One to 500. So, you know, Mike, I think we covered 13 uh, a lot. So let's go to, uh, you know, let's put in 16 for that one. Come on. We got to work this thing faster now. What dirty fantasy will you never share with a person? What dirty oh, fantasy? Oh, that means I'm calling you out on one. <laughs> would I never okay, share do, with a do person? Okay, do you have a dirty fantasy that you would never share with another person? Yes or no? I would have to say probably yes. You have a dirty fantasy you that don't you would want, never share? You know, you, you want to keep some stuff to yourself. It's kind of hard living with you. Why is Fucking that? People find out I'm playing with my toy. People find out that I'm freaking. Freaking peeing my pants on <laughs> Ain't shit, no. We don't hide anything from our audiences. Okay, yeah, well. We can't. Yes, we can. <laughs> no, we can't. Then we're not being freaking uh, honest. We're always being honest, obviously. You got to call me out because I pee my pants when I'm drunk. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does that sometimes. You did it when you were drunk. You're damn right I did. You know, so there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. The problem is I learned from the first one and I don't continue to do it. <laughs> Where me, on the other hand, you don't learn. I'm going to so do good. it again next weekend. <laughs> one eleven. <laughs> More big wants one eleven. Have you ever tried on your spouse's bra? Fuck no. <laughs> you know, I get it. Whatever you do in your bedroom's your business. <laughs> but I'm never going to put on a fucking bra. Dude, I don't write these questions. I read them off the website. <laughs> I'm looking at her with freaking lightning bolts in my eyes right now. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> I mean, trying on my bras wouldn't be a big deal. They're sports bras. It's not like it's that lacy fucking Victoria's Secret. $500 bras. Well, you got little titties, too, so. I know, God. Shut up. <laughs> Y'all didn't even realize, but yesterday I wasn't even wearing a bra during the show, but nobody could tell. Unbelievable. J276. Uh, <clears throat> Come on, what do you got? I hate when she does this. What? I'm not doing nothing. Well, get moving. Do you like to hug and sleep after sex? No. <laughs> no. I don't. I just worked out, so why do I want to sit there and hug and, uh, you know, go against <laughs> your sweat? I don't get sweaty. Yeah, you sex. do. No, I don't. You do. <laughs> I don't. I need sweaty after your two pumps. I don't understand. <laughs> He does one and goes, oh, shit. Oh, shit, I'm sweating. Oh, oh shit. Now I'm done. <laughs> Dirty knobs, 83. I got to get back to work now. <laughs> I got to get back to work. Everybody knows that's my MO. All right, here's one. I think this is nasty. I'm just going to say it straight out. Do you mind having sex with women while they're on their period? That's fucking nasty. Y'all want your red wings? No, red wings is when you go down on a bitch. I don't know. I think it's fucking when you have it, too. I don't care. I think it's nasty. That is nasty. I think that's probably the worst time to ever have sex with someone. <laughs> they stink worse than they do normally. Dude, why you want that all over your junk? <laughs> that is. That's fucking But nasty. people do it. I bet you there's some in there that do it. Bullshit. I hope not because they freaks then. Read the comments. I bet you somebody's in there saying, Yup, I've done it. What do you want to bet? You want to bet me? 490, you <laughs> nasty bitch. You want to bet me? Come on. That is so fucking nasty. Come on. 490. <laughs> we got time for three more after that. And uh, do you like to smell another person's armpits? <laughs> No, but I got to itch the damn things for. Scratch it. Come on. Scratch it. I like it. Shut up. Don't judge me. If you judge me, I'll judge you. But no, nobody wants to smell somebody's armpits. Dude, my son comes out. Our son comes out to me and goes, hey, mom, you want to smell my armpit? <laughs> I'm like, no. See, you, you you're a teenage boy. Hell the fuck no. You, yeah. live, you live through hell because yeah, too too. Two boys oh in my the God. house. What did I tell you last night? Oh my God. I said living with you two is going to put me in a freaking mental asylum. I swear to God. It is. And you guys are killing me. We fuck with her every day. Yeah. 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 I, every which way 
every which way I turn, I'm getting messed with by one or the other or both at the same time. We've done 420 Big Red, so let's do uh, 425. Have you ever just wanted sex to just end like while you're doing it and be like, God, is she done or is he done? <laughs> sometimes during one of your bad blowjobs, yes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm like, can you just hurry up? <laughs> you made me pause my show. I want to watch my show. Last one. We got Dave at 366. Do you get horny seeing nurses? The problem is a lot of nurses ain't as hot as they used to be. Am I right or wrong? Some of these nurses nowadays are just butt ugly. They are. They're not like they, you know, the candy stripers and shit oh. like that. They don't, they're not good looking okay, anymore. I, I got one. I got one that that's funny because I've done it. Why are you playing with your tits then? I'm not. I'm making sure my necklace is on straight. Oh, okay. She's have you ever burped? Tits. Have you ever burped silently while kissing someone? I've done it. You nasty bitch. What? You need Says to... the man that pees on me while I'm taking a bath. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking really? I have totally burped in your face while we were kissing before. <laughs> like more than once. <laughs> it was hump day today. We didn't get any of the hump stuff. We have to get to it sometime tomorrow. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>